In this episode of Nonprofit Success, I share three marketing trends your nonprofit organization should be participating in in 2019. You're listening to Nonprofit Success, a podcast all about nonprofit marketing for nonprofit leaders, helping you impact more lives by answering the questions you need to define and build a powerful nonprofit marketing strategy. Welcome to Nonprofit Success, the podcast that's all about being the ultimate marketing and promotion resource for nonprofit leaders. I'm Justin Raymond, and today I thought I'd share three marketing trends that your nonprofit organization should be thinking about doing or actually doing in 2019. And I think as a marketer, personally, I'm always looking for that next thing, right? That next channel that everyone's going to, whether it's an app, whether it's a website, whether it's a forum, whether it's a social network. And with technology changing as quickly and frequently as it does, we have to stay up to date on those things if we want to have effective communication, if we want to engage our community, our audience, uh, to interact with what we do. And I think there's so many channels out there, so many platforms that we often get overwhelmed with everything and we think that we should be on all of these platforms at all times because everyone else is doing it and you hear all these marketing gurus talking about it, talking about the effectiveness, talking about how they made millions of dollars doing this just by with this five step program. You can make a million dollars too just by running ads or just by doing these certain things. And so this episode specifically, I wanna share with you three channels that your nonprofit should be focusing on, uh, or just three mediums in 2019 that I think, regardless of your audience, regardless of who you're targeting, that this should pretty much work for just about anybody unless you're doing something that's already effective. So the first trend, isn't necessarily a trend, but I would say the first marketing effort or channel that you should be focusing on in 2019 is email. Now you might be thinking email isn't new. It's been around for a while now. I've heard it. I've heard about it. You know, um, this doesn't surprise me. And you know, you're right. Email has been around for a while. And they often say that marketers ruin everything. And you might get that sometimes. But email is still extremely popular. They did a survey and marketers believe that email will still deliver a solid ROI in the future. Over 46% of the people surveyed believe this. And people are still reading their emails. And they still okay with receiving promotional emails and emails from brands in their inbox because they feel like they have the most control over that. And so if, you're, if you've been doing email already up until this point, that's great. That's fantastic. If that's you... It's time to look at your email data throughout the year, look back at your campaigns, what you sent out, and see how effective they've done. Everything from the most popular subject lines, the most popular call to actions, certain types of copy, uh, certain types of images, the times, the days, all of those things. By looking at the open rates, the click-through rates, the clicks, the form fills, the engagement, by looking at all this data, look over it throughout the past year and seeing how well it's done. 
And for those that haven't touched email, it's time to start doing email. And you might have touched email a few times, but it's time to do it more frequently. If you're not emailing your audience at least once a month, I recommend doing it two plus times a month, then you need to consider changing that. Now you might think that's too many emails. I don't want my audience or list to unsubscribe or hit spam when they receive an email. And that's, that's okay. That's okay to think that way. But if you're thinking that way, maybe you're not sending them the right stuff. Maybe you're not spending as much time as you can on an email as you need to be spending. Now think about it. You're emailing people and you're a person too. What kind of emails would you like to receive? The more personal and relevant the emails are, you're more likely to open them, feel good about receiving them, and interact with them. So before you send your emails, think about how you can personalize them. And there are different ways you can do this. It can be simple as changing a from, it's including their name, including maybe a specific donation or action that they took with your organization and putting that in the email. And now there's email marketing platforms out there that allow you to merge these different kinds of fields and variables in there. And think about how you can personalize the experience with them. A good charity that does a great job with email is Charity Water. They email the people that donate money where their money went. Literally, they can follow the path from donation to water being put in the ground to help people survive. It's great. They see where the money goes. They see who they're helping. And then they have the ability to brag about it if they want to. And it makes them feel good about themselves. So personalization and email critical in 2019. If you're doing it already, that's great. Look at your data, see how you can do it better. If you are kind of doing it, step up your game. If you're not doing it, see how you can do it. Now there are some free marketing email platforms out there. There's probably some free trials. Check out MailChimp, iContact, and then if you have money to spend, there are bigger ones out there, the marketing automation platforms, where you can automate a lot of things and make it a lot less stressful on your marketing team or person, whoever manages those emails. And so the next trend is video. And if you're a marketer, you've been hearing video is huge, maybe for a couple years now, and it will continue to grow. Videos are the most clicked on, the most watched, uh, the most searchable. They're SEO friendly. People want to watch videos versus read stuff. People want stuff now, and they're looking at stuff on their phone versus a desktop. So think about it from your perspective. If you're scrolling through Facebook, are you more likely to read a long post or watch a video or click on an image? If you Google something on your phone, and it could be a how-to article, um, it could be a recipe article, whatever the case is, you're more likely to watch a video than read a long article talking about how to do something. And when it comes to telling a story, to making your story come alive, video is critical. I mean, what better way to connect someone with someone else by watching a video? You can truly understand what your organization does, why they do it, and they they can if you do a good job with the video, they can feel the cause or problem that you're solving directly from an emotional standpoint. 
people do make emotional decisions and then they rationalize it with facts, etc. But if you're able to do a video well, I encourage you to take time to think about how you can tell your story using video. It can be everything from testimonials to previous clients, testimonials from volunteers, videos of people just volunteering, videos of you talking about your cause and the problem that's out there and what you guys are doing to help solve this problem and how they can come along you and be a part of this. And now where you want to do video is the question, right? Like where should you post this video? It should absolutely go on your website, go on your blog, but more specifically, two hot platforms for video is Facebook Live and then Instagram as well. Now Facebook Live, there's a lot of things going on with that. There's even Facebook Watch now, so there's shows going on there and that might be something you want to consider doing if you have the budget for it. But Facebook Live, literally, people can go to your Facebook business page and they have the option to be there when you guys are there. So you can do a Q&A on a specific problem, possibly, and they can ask you questions right then and there. It's live, kind of like a talk show. Um, you can inter interview maybe somebody you're helping, interview a volunteer, and do all of these things with Facebook Live. And, you, and then you could take that video and upload it to YouTube or take the audio and turn it into a podcast. So it's good multi-purpose material there. And the more people that interact with your Facebook Live video, the more people will find it as they're scrolling through their feed because, you know, engagement and insights and all of those things. Facebook will want people to look at it because it's more relevant. Also, think about Instagram. If you're not using Instagram, get on there. Facebook and Instagram are the most popular social networks right now. Facebook is probably used by 50% plus people, I believe uh, the data shared. And then Instagram was, I believe, 30-something percent. So top two social networks being used right now. And whatever you're doing on Facebook, you can do an Instagram too as well. And you could stream them both at the same time. So think about how your message and your organization can deliver its value, deliver the why, the purpose, and get more people involved using those platforms and doing video on those places. Now, the last thing I want to share with you is chatbots or message bots, uh, whatever you prefer to call them. And if you've been on the internet lately, you've gone to websites where uh, these message these message apps or whatever you want to call them just pop up on these websites, whether it's the bottom right corner, the middle of the screen. And what they are, they're automated robots, automated um, kind of if-then statements created on the back end that people have the ability to interact with. So you can have already questions pre-programmed into these messaging apps. Um, you can have and other things um, just to motivate people to interact and um, inspire them to become a part of your organization. And if depending on what site you go to, it might be like if you go to an e-commerce site, hey, 20% now if you buy blah, blah, blah. Or maybe you're a Verizon customer and customer support is just there and you, you can ask them a question too as well and so where i'm going with this is everybody prefers well not everybody sorry that was a strong statement people right now are more likely to chat with a robot or a person through a messenger app or chat bot then call in call in takes a lot of time you can't multitask often you're put on hold 
and it's just not feasible and you just don't have that much time to spend on that one thing and you don't want to do it right it's frustrating um i'm one of those people that are more likely to text than chat on the phone that's just who i am but i will chat on the phone um i will do that but i'd rather text um and so when you think about it from that standpoint and your audience and who they are and their age group, if your age group or your audience is more likely to respond to your organization, interact in your organization, join you in your efforts, think about how to include Messenger. More specifically, Facebook Messenger is the most popular like messaging app. Um, if anything, I believe at this point, don't quote me on this, I think it's the number two app on anyone's phone to download is the Facebook Messenger app. And brands are taking advantage of this now. And now, now when Facebook, uh, they talked about all these changes they've done, and you're seeing less and less um, posts from businesses. Um, you might be seeing more ads, um, but businesses are always looking for ways to earn your trust and your attention. And one of the ways of doing that now is through Facebook Messenger. And now there are there are a couple examples I want to share with you about how brands are using Facebook Messenger to interact with people. And now none of these are nonprofits, so you might need to think about, from a nonprofit perspective, how they can do this. Um, but one example is the Golden State Warriors. They're an NBA basketball team uh, based in California. And what they created was a Warriors playoff assistant. And now what people had to do was sign up through the messaging app and the app would interact with the fans, answer questions, provide live updates, include gaming information, videos, and more, player stats, uh, assisted with the purchase of tickets. All these things could be done on that one app. Think about how efficient it is, how convenient that is. They don't have to go to a website. They don't have to do millions of things. It's easy to use. Call of Duty is another one. I don't know if you played that game. It's pretty popular. I played that game. Well, they did. They created uh, a bot called Lieutenant Reyes Bot, and he's a character from the Call of Duty game, and he was pretty much the bot answering all the questions and speaking with people. So that's pretty cool from that perspective. So when it comes to Facebook Messenger, think about how your organization can deliver value to its audience, how your organization can motivate people and engage your community to help your effort. It can be as simple as, if they're already following you, I mean, you can be simple as, hey, we need uh, some volunteer help. Hey, end of your giving campaign on there. Hey, hey, check out this story. Hey, th we just met this person, and we were wondering if you could help us out uh, with this needy person. And so there's lots of things that can be done with Facebook Messenger, and I'm sure there's lots of these examples online with that too as well. So three trends three channels that you need to be focusing your efforts on, maybe even four channels, sorry. Email, continue to use that or start using it immediately. Video on Facebook Live, Instagram, and then Facebook Messenger, check out for your organization. So I hope this has been helpful. And if you have questions about how to incorporate those with your current marketing efforts or to help it, help it attain your goals, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find the URL on the main podcast page. So this was Nonprofit Success. I'm Justin Raymond, and I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening to Nonprofit Success. If you have learned something new, or if you have questions about a specific nonprofit marketing tactic or tip, 
please feel free to shoot me a message on LinkedIn. You can find the URL on the main podcast page. And uh, one thing real quickly. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe to this podcast and share this podcast with other nonprofit leaders or members. It is my goal and purpose in life to inspire a million people to do good. And I plan on doing that just through the knowledge and skills uh, in marketing that I've developed throughout the years. So I just hope that with my knowledge and skills on marketing, I can help nonprofits make a bigger impact and therefore inspire others to take action. So please subscribe and share nonprofit success. Have a great day.